magnets for its ivory, which is being made into jewelry and ridiculous trinkets, mostly in Hong Kong and sold in China. We are losing a rhino every six hours now, so that's three a day. And that rhino horn is being traded mostly in Vietnam. So that is why we did it. This is our country and our wildlife is our heritage. Further afield, U.S. President Barack Obama says America has launched a full investigation into airstrikes in which 19 people were killed at a hospital, which medical charity Doctors Without Borders owns in Afghanistan. The U.S. military says a strike targeting the Taliban in the northern city of Kanduz may have caused collateral damage. Obama has offered his condolences to the medical charity, saying he expects a full account of facts before he makes a definitive judgment. The BBC's Laura Bicker reports. The U.S. Department of Defense has launched a full investigation and the president said he would await the results of that inquiry before making a definitive judgment as to the circumstances of this tragedy. The commander of U.S. forces in Afghanistan has admitted that an airstrike was carried out in the vicinity of the hospital and said it may have caused collateral damage. General John Campbell said that servicemen who were advising and assisting Afghan security forces were under fire from insurgents at the time. And finally, Sports Minister Fiki Mbalula has congratulated the Springboks, Springboks on the win over Scotland 34-16 at the 2015 Rugby World Cup in Newcastle, England last night. The Springboks is one step closer to going through to the second round. The next game is Wednesday against the US. Mbalula says they now need the support of all South Africans. Uh, long live the Springboks. We are on track. Uh... <laughs> And I think the boys are doing very well, well. and uh, they've done extremely well, and it is very important, South Africa, for your support. We are in the World Cup not to add numbers. We have shown our character after losing to the Japanese, and our boys are up and, and running and are ready to conquer. One game at a time, support South Africa, home ground advantage, our shwek. Recapping the top story this hour, the National Union of Mine Workers will this evening embark on a strike in the crucial coal industry. For SAFM News, I'm Anne Musa. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Well, I tell you what, lots more to come. Certainly looking forward to chatting to Matthew Buckland later on. He's, uh, he's going to talk about podcasting and just how important it is. In fact, calling it the podcast revolution. Uh, and then, certainly with regard to what's happened with Diane Kola Barnard, just some thoughts on the do's and don'ts of, of social media. Uh, and again, it, we've done it before, but we need to do it again. And maybe you can think about this one here. What for you has been like some of the major social media, I call it social media aces, right? Sort of gaps uh, in the last year or so, in South Africa only, the last couple of years. Uh, you can actually SMS right away, 734701. Um, and if you're tweeting, do use the hashtag media show. You can post it right away. Also, give me your thoughts on, on the King Price advert. So, not a one, not a nine. Uh, where are they? Not one or a nine, but nothing in between. Whether you'd agree with that, it's an ad hit or an ad miss. I'd love to get your opinion right away. And just by the way, can you think about a brand win or a brand fail of the past week? And while we're at it, um, what about an quote, a news quote of the week. For example, if I digress to soccer, Jose Mourinho, the Chelsea manager said, well, if they want to, they can sack me, but they will know they'll be sacking 
the greatest manager Chelsea ever had. Something along that line. There's a whole lot more around it, including maybe Diane Cola Barnard's apology as well, as perhaps a news quote of the week. Can you think about one? If you aren't, just tweet it to me, uh, or post it on Facebook, or SMS me. I'd love to read it out as well. But Twitter is important. We know that as a social media platform. Well, it is. Just I'll tell you why it is. Diane Colabarnard's story on, it appeared on Facebook for two weeks and it lied dormant until someone tweeted it. Then it became a news story. That tells you how important Twitter is in terms of its platform. But it's certainly lagging behind or has lagged behind in terms of advertising because I think there Facebook uh, trumps it. No question about it. Now, having said that, um, if you're wishing to advertise, whether you're a large multinational or a South African company or certainly even a small corner shop, Believe me, there are ways to advertise. So how do you advertise on Twitter? How does it actually work? What are the do's and don'ts around it? Well, Stephen McIntyre uh, is based in Dublin, in Ireland. He was in South Africa a few days ago. He's the Twitter vice president for the Europe, Middle East, and Africa region. And I had the pleasure of chatting to him a few days ago. I think it was on Friday, in fact. That's that Scotland uh, Springbok game. And uh, this is what he had to say. Well, I, I work for Twitter. I'm based in our European headquarters in Dublin, um, but I'm, I have responsibility for Europe, Middle East, and Africa. And South Africa is one of our biggest markets. And uh, I'm down here for my second uh, trip over the uh, this year. So South Africa is one of your, your biggest markets worldwide. Well, it's it's a it's certainly a, it's certainly a big and growing market. Yes, it's certainly one of our biggest markets in in uh, in Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Of course, the the big European markets uh, that you'd expect. UK, Germany, Spain, France, Italy uh, are, uh, are, of course, among the very biggest, but uh, South Africa is certainly up there as well. Mm. And, and in terms of coming here right now, is it a case of just, you know, marketing Twitter a little bit more? Or, or, or there, are there reasons that we don't know about? Why, why are you in the no, country? Well, uh, we, we have a couple of client events that are happening this week. Uh, I was at one in, in Cape Town a couple of days ago, uh, one tonight in Johannesburg. Uh, we have a, a, an ad sales partner called Ad Dynamo based in, uh, based in Cape Town and Joburg, and uh, they, they work with uh, partners and uh, advertisers all throughout the year. But I, I, can, I try to come down a, a few times a year as well. Okay. Now let's then talk about it. I mean, in terms of Twitter being popular, hmm. it's not up for debate. And I, and I will say this, uh, of all the, the social media platforms that, uh, that I use, uh, Twitter is the one that I'm most prolific at. It's the one I most enjoy. Okay? Up to now, right? So, Glad to hear. having said that, let's talk about the advertising aspect of touched on. Yeah. So, what, what can you tell us in terms of where Twitter is regarding, uh, you know, uh, placing of adverts in, in the Twitter streams? Well, the, the Twitter product uh, itself, the, the core product, has been around for uh, eight or nine years now. But actually, it's only been around with ads for uh, less than five years. So, in fact, eight, five years ago, we had zero dollars from, from ads, and, mm. and now this year, we'll, we'll be around two billion. Um, so, we, we've, uh, we've grown faster for the last five years. We were cautious about introducing ads, first of all, um, into the stream, because we didn't want to disrupt the experience that users had. Um, and so, we were, we were very cautious first of all, introducing them for big brand advertisers in the U.S. four or five years ago. And gradually over time, we've extended that, both in, both in terms of customer segment down through the, the middle of the market, down to small, medium-sized businesses, local coffee shops now in South Africa can, can uh, advertise on Twitter using a credit card, and also internationally. And that's, you know, I joined three and a half years ago um, to help build our EMEA teams, and uh, we've internationalized spread uh, Twitter ads all, all over the world now. And, and now it takes the form... So, so it, it would appear in, in, a, in a typical timeline, and let's say what sort of pay, a Twitter ad or paid for advert, right? It, it exactly. Would sort of indicate it, it is, that, right? Yes, it is 
It is native advertising in its purest form in that the ad is uh, looks and reads and, uh, views very similar to the type of regular content that you would see on Twitter, uh, and and it takes the form of a tweet just like anything else. Absolutely. In fact, the way that all ads start on Twitter is as a regular tweet. So let's say uh, let's say you're you're a business, um, Samsung, for example, as uh, uh, launching a new uh, new Galaxy phone, um, which which they have done recently, and they did a, a big ad campaign. They w- they could send out tweets organically for free to their own followers, but then they could also choose to promote it in, uh, at which point it becomes an ad and they, they can extend that reach, target people who aren't following them, uh, use all sorts of other targeting uh, signals like interest and keywords and things like that. Okay, And, and when, when they do promote it, uh, it, it would mention on that particular tweet that looks 90% the same like a normal, but then it would say it's a paid tweet. Yes, just, right? uh, just at the bottom, uh, there's, a, there's a little indicator saying, uh, saying that it's promoted. Yeah, very, um, very unobtrusive, and I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Has, has that worked? I mean, what, what's the feedback you've received? It, it ha- well, it has worked in that we, uh, we've gone from zero to $2 billion in five years. It's definitely worked, and we have uh, tens of thousands of advertisers all around the world now. And, uh, in fact, uh, I, I mentioned the big brands, guys like Samsung, or, or Ford or uh, MTN here, but also we have a lot of a lot of very small advertisers who might only be spending five or ten or a hundred dollars um, with a credit card using our self-serve advertising system. Actually, South Africa was one of the first countries in the world after the U.S. Um, in which we launched self-serve, though, along with the U.K. and Ireland. That was about a year and a half ago now. Explain, so explain self-serve. Self-serve just means that um, yeah, an advertiser can kind of serve themselves without without dealing with a salesperson from from Twitter. Uh, sign up online. You go to business.twitter.com and you can find a link from there. Uh, you can you can sign up online with a credit card, and you know within a few minutes you can um, you, you can promote your tweet. So let's say you're a, a local coffee shop and you communicate with customers, potential customers, normally using Twitter and maybe you have 100 followers or 500 followers, you could then decide to put $50 behind that, promote the tweet rather than just send it out to your normal followers mm. and target uh, p- uh, potentially people from a different part of the city or people with an interest. How, how would that happen, the yeah. targeting aspect? So, so I do the same. I want to promote a tweet right? Fine, with my local coffee shop uh, beyond my normal base. Mm-hmm. Who makes the decision in terms of, who then reads that tweet? Well, you, you can go you can go into the, the the advertising system yourself, and you can choose the different types of targeting that you want. So, uh, one type of targeting might be interests. So, uh, the 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 great thing about Twitter is that all of the um, it, it's all public. I follow about a thousand people and entities. The that um, those thousand people and organizations say a lot about what I'm interested in. If you go through it, you'll see a lot of news, a lot of sports, in particular, say, soccer and rugby. You'll see some comedy. You'll see some food, maybe. And, and uh, uh, they're all very public signals about what I'm interested in. And, and of course, we have that on Twitter about every user, because every user is following somebody. And as a result, an advertiser can take advantage of that by, for example, in the case of a coffee shop, targeting um, users in, say, Johannesburg, who are interested in food and drink, um, or and also potentially you could tar- tar- target by keywords. So also target uh, any users who have used the word coffee in a tweet. In the okay, last. that that would be. Yeah. I mean, that would make complete yes. sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, and, and in fact, I mentioned Samsung earlier on. Uh, one very common um, user behavior on Twitter is to say that I'm thinking of buying a new mobile phone. Now, of course, that's Advise. a very strong. <laughs> Uh, a purchase intent signal that um, savvy businesses can take advantage of. Um, but, you know, there are also things even beyond this this pure targeting based on interests or keywords that you can do. There's more... Um 
there's more structure and order to the way that people behave than you would think. So, and there's some fascinating things that we've noticed. For example, uh, if you if you were to graph over the course of a week uh, use, uses of the word run or hungry on Twitter, you would think that should be kind of random. In fact, it's not random at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, hungry spikes uh, exactly in proportion to our blood sugar levels every day. It, uh, it, it sp- spikes in the morning, spikes in the evening, and at lunchtime. Run, uh, run is kind, of, is kind of a funny one because it uh, it starts off very high at the start of the week, uh, early in the morning and in the evening. So before people go to work, after they go to work, and then it gradually sort of. Uh, falls down throughout the week as people people's great uh, motivation at the start of the week just drops yeah. off. Mm-hmm. But but that turns out to be very interesting from a business point of view because let's say you're uh, selling sporting goods or something like that, knowing that runners tend to run in the morning and they tend to tweet about it maybe before they go is important. So you might want to send out a message at 5 a.m. That time, not at nine devices, yes. nine a.m. Absolutely. So you know it, it's we see quite interesting things there. Okay, and then what's the hit rate? How are you measuring the success? Of these Twitter ads, there there are different ways that you can do it. Uh, when you set up a campaign on Twitter now, you can choose what we call um, objective-based campaigns, which means that you tell us uh, before we charge you what matters to you. And so, if uh, all you want to do is drive clicks to your website, and that's what you're, you're going to include a click to your website in the tweet, then you choose that up front, and that's all we'll charge you for. Uh, if, for example, you're a mobile app um, producer, a games company, something like that, and, and all you want to do is drive downloads of your app, and you'll have a click into the app store, for example, uh, you would click that in the, in, the, in the objective, and that's all you'd be charged for. If, for example, you were, let's say, you were um, a media outlet, a news provider, or a you know, radio show like this, and you want to just get your content out and increase engagement... Then you might go for uh, the, I suppose, the original type of um, uh, uh, promoted tweet, which be, which would be you would pay every time a user clicks, uh, uh, replies, uh, retweets, or or favorites mm-hmm. the tweet. Mm-hmm. So then it's engagement that you're looking for, and you pay per engagement. And what we see there is a uh, is um, an engagement rate of about mm, two to four or five percent, which would be which would be probably fifty times greater than the typical engagement rate on display ads. So okay, so, so even two to five sounds very little for those that don't know. Yeah, but, but that's high. That, that is high, yeah. I mean, you certainly never hear of somebody looking at a display ad on a website and screenshotting it and then sending it to all their friends, whereas that's what a retweet is. And if somebody were to retweet a, a nice Nike ad or or, uh, or whatever, that they're sharing it with all their friends. And well, well, I, I have to confess two things. Mm. There, there are times I've certainly retweeted a paid-for Twitter ad, mm. absolutely have. And there are times I've said, okay, it's paid for. I really don't need to do them any more favors. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, so, so that feedback from me, how, how typical is that? Well, that's the nature of advertising. I suppose that the, the, the holy grail is to have a perfectly targeted ad with really valuable content that's engaging and, and useful for the user in that moment. And uh, we try to get that right. Of course, you're not going to get it right all the time. As a user, you can actually dismiss the ad if you want. And that sends us a useful um, signal about uh, what what you may be interested in or not. And it gives us also an interesting signal about the quality of the ad. So, so we look at things like the engagement rate on an ad and feed that back into the, the, the system so that um, we discourage bad ads and encourage good ads. Um, so that's that's kind of the way it works. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think one of the reasons why uh, Twitter advertising has been successful um, over the last couple of years is because uh, in, in the past, 
the advertising was mostly about um, targeting a certain audience and then and then sort of connecting uh, some piece of content to that audience. It wasn't so much about doing it at the right time because it might take days or weeks to uh, prepare a campaign before you run it on the um, on print, for example. Mm-hmm. It could take months for TV. Uh, on Twitter, it's it's in the moment and it can be quite real time. So, um, you know, I gave you the example about running in the morning or something like that, or or weather, right? So let's say there's a, there's a train um, a train strike and it's pouring rain. That's a great opportunity for somebody like Uber or a taxi company to send a tweet at that moment. Now they couldn't take out a newspaper ad in time. So, so adding that kind of time dimension, if you if you're clever, um, can be very very powerful. And so, uh, the, an ad that mightn't be valuable to you when the sun's shining and you're happy to take the train, suddenly becomes very valuable to you when it's raining and there's a train strike. So. Well, that, that's a good point. Now, certainly from from a normal tweet. The biggest diss of a normal tweet is when nobody acknowledges it, when there's no engagement, when there's no reply or retweet or a favor or just nothing. Uh, in, in an advertising sense, and I've made the point, I've certainly seen them without engaging with it. But it's been, I mean, you mentioned Samsung. I certainly know they've done something. I've been aware of it. Is that good enough where I don't reply, but I've observed? And, and, how, and would you know that I'm observing it? It very much depends on the objective that you have as an advertiser. So uh, uh, you can now do video, um, video ads on Twitter. And uh, uh, usually you don't necessarily want them to click on the ads. You just want people to see the ad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and so in that case, no engagement other than somebody having watched it for more than 10 seconds or, or 15 seconds or whatever uh, might, might, might be a, a per- perfectly good result. Um, I think in a campaign where you want to actively encourage engagement from the user where you see no replies or no uh, favorites or retweets, then you should take that as a signal that maybe your copy isn't good enough. Uh, and, and so, As opposed to Twitter not being good well, enough. It could, uh, well, it could be either. It could, yeah. So it could be either. But, but, um, but what we see again and again is that great, great copy with good targeting gets great engagement. Okay, continue to chat with uh, Stephen McIntyre, the Vice President for Sales for the EMEA, that's the Europe, Middle East and Africa for Twitter, and, and in the country now uh, for the next few days, I suppose, to looking at uh, the business side of, of what Twitter does right now. Let, let's then talk about um, uh, aspects. Interesting, I read a piece about in South Africa just a few days ago, in fact, about Twitter and, and Facebook and uh, and Instagram, something I've actually been slow to get drawn to Instagram, but I am right now. And they were suggesting that, that Instagram in South Africa is the biggest social media mover. Of course, it's it's younger, but also it tends to have a greater brand engagement than than Twitter. Are you able to sort of make comparisons between, let's say, those three and say, well, if the other two works better for, for brand engagement as opposed to just news engagement, then that's problematic for Twitter in terms of, but, but it means something you can't actually fundamentally change Twitter, otherwise you become something else. Well, we, we do see uh, tremendous brand engagement on, on Twitter, actually. Um, the, the way that I think about it is that uh, a lot depends on the, the mindset of the user when they're using the product. So the way that I think about Facebook, uh, it's a great platform, very powerful. Um, people's mindset are often uh, uh, they're thinking about friends and family. Um, when people are on Twitter, often their mindset is about discovering something new. And, and so as an advertiser, uh, it's very useful to understand uh, the mindset that the person is in when they're using that product. And so if, for example, uh, by the way, the typical person now opens their phone about 
150 times a day. Yeah. Wow. And it mightn't be you or it mightn't be me, but that is based on research. The typical now, it's kind of incredible. And uh, they will tend to pick up their phone if nothing else is grabbing their attention. And when somebody loads up Twitter, they usually don't know exactly what it is that they're looking for, but they're kind of interested in finding out about something. And we found that right in the very early days, before there were ads on Twitter even, people followed businesses. So we find all across the board, very typical users don't just follow news and sport or fashion or whatever it is. They follow businesses as well, even before there was advertising. So I think that is fertile ground for, for an advertiser. Um, and, and so and, and we've seen great growth, by the way, in South Africa as well. So I, we don't see anything. Who, who, who are the big of it? Would, would you know some of the names, the South African companies that are now using Twitter as sponsored you know, advertising? Um, yeah, well, there are. Well, we we have a lot of the big international brands, of course, that are also okay. based here. So I meant I mentioned something like an MTN that I found, well, M- MTN is mm. is a, a is a big uh, a big one as well. We ha- uh, we had a some great uh, video campaign recently from Ford South Africa launching launching a new car using this sort of autoplay video to to uh, to show one of their ads, which I think also also uh, ran on TV. Um, uh, SA breweries um, uh, are very good advertisers. Well, mm. uh, as well, uh, distilled. There, there, there are quite yeah, a few. Um, quite let's a lot. go back to the point you made earlier that you actually can, outside of booking adverts through through Twitter itself, if you're larger, you can do it on your own. Uh, and I'm looking at, you know, on this particular show, we have marketing, branding experts listening, but we also have people who have corner stores. They're, they're one-man entrepreneurship businesses, uh, and, and they, they listen to the show for great ideas about how to market themselves. So what would it cost them, a person listening to to say, I want to advertise on Twitter, and I've got a local you know, suburban business. What would it cost them to tweet, to, to, to advertise, tweet advertising? There's... There's no minimum, actually. You can just sign up. Uh, you can sign up with a credit card, and 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 um, uh, yeah, there's no minimum. You can spend as, as little as you like, actually. However, uh, I think as with any marketing campaign, if you think you're doing something good, you usually have to put a little bit of money behind it just to make sure that the the, the results that you get are are kind of fair. Um, the the first advice that I'd give, especially to small businesses, but also to individuals or to big businesses too, is and um, before you even think about advertising, first of all, make sure that you uh, are comfortable with Twitter itself. The, the the core product, sort of as we call it, organically, just tweeting for free. Of course, you can sign up for free. Um, the first thing to do is is to, if you're a business, listen. Use Twitter um, before you're even tweeting at all. Look at what your competitors are doing to other interesting people in your industry. Just uh, try to get a sense of what's going on around you. Then you can work up the confidence to start tweeting yourself. You'll build a follower base. Um, you know, if you're if you you've you've successfully built a business yourself, you know how to you know how to attract people to it. You'll mm. build a follower base organically. At that point, you can start to put some money behind it using a credit card. Start with. Yeah, you can start with uh, you know a few a few hundred rand. Um, there's there's sort of no, no minimum limit, and you can go as high as you like. Um, but but generally speaking, we see that the most successful advertisers are advertisers uh, are, are businesses that were good on Twitter organically first, okay. and that's because the ad just looks like a tweet. And if your tweets weren't good, your ads aren't going to be good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 just to get this point, so if if someone has a budget of a thousand rands hmm. only. Can they get? Will they get some results on Twitter? There are there are uh, three different types of product on Twitter. There's a promoted tweets, promoted accounts, and promoted trends. Let me set aside promoted trends for the moment. It tends to it tends to um, set a slightly higher price point, and it's uh, to stimulate a big conversation um, on, on the trending topics points. So it tends to be for slightly bigger brands. But talking about promoted accounts and promoted tweets, promoted accounts will. 
help you build up your follower base. And it's 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 paid for on a cost per follow model. So let's say you put in um, a, a thousand. Right now, actually, I'm 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 not as uh, well versed in, in the local currency. So mm-hmm. let me speak in dollars for a moment. That's fine. So I get it. I'll, I'll get it closer. Right. Um, uh, a follower could cost you fifty cents or a dollar or a dollar fifty. And um, uh, so you can, if you want to put in a hundred a hundred bucks and get about a hundred followers. That's very, very possible on uh, promoted accounts. Of course, if you want to build up your follower base even even, uh, even more, then you're going to have to put more budget behind it. Something similar for, for promoted tweets, which is more about the, I suppose that's the most scalable, um, uh, the most important part. That's amplifying your voice. Um, and, and again, that's paid for on a cost per engagement basis. And it could be, you know, could be as low as 10 cents for an engagement or as high as a couple, a couple of couple of dollars um, but again you know $50 $100 and, and you can we'll uh, get you somewhere it will I, get you somewhere the converse apply and I think Facebook may have done it where, where people have accounts uh, let's call it fan pages right uh, on Facebook have then used that extensively to market themselves in fact I do a lot of the stuff on, on Facebook and, and I market the shows that I am involved in and they, they've almost limited the, the amount of usage for that in the hope that you actually then become an advertiser is Twitter going to do that or is that actually counterproductive no we, we haven't done that we have no plans to do that mm. so why we feel that the followers that you've built up organically are yours. And if you want to tweet um, to them, you should always be able to reach them. Uh, like I think um, uh, 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 one of the reasons why people like Twitter is that they can access uh, any content from around the world, any time that they want, just by following that person. And they know they'll always see that information. That's why news breaks on Twitter. Um, it's, not a, it's not a filtered feed in any way. And so the, the advertising part is just an extension of that. Um, so uh, uh, wh- wh- so you can't kill the large following because then you'll kill the advertising base as well. We, w- we want both to work hand in hand. We want, we want first of all, the product to be, uh, to be engaging and fun uh, uh, and, and informative for people to use, for it to be a, a great experience from, from day one. And then we want businesses to be able to use it as well, but, all, but never in a way that's bad for the user. Hopefully the two can go hand in hand, and we think so far they can. Like there, there are things that we could do to improve the core product, though, and uh, I'll give you an idea of some of the things that we're working on. Um, one is that we appreciate that for some users, uh, Twitter can be a little bit intimidating when they first start to use it. And and so one of the areas that we're focusing on a lot is trying to make the first experience that people have on Twitter mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. So when somebody comes in and they see an empty timeline because they're not following anybody, yeah. that could be a little bit intimidating. People might know what to do next. But um, so what we're, what we're uh, doing is something called instant timelines, where instead of just seeing an empty timeline on day one, uh, you're asked, well, what are you interested in? Everybody has interests. That's what Twitter's about. Okay. And then uh, and throw that uh, what are you interested in? And you say, I'm interested in, uh, in news, politics, rugby, fashion, football, tennis. And we can, based on your location and, of course, those interest signals that you've already told us, we can suggest a whole lot of account- accounts for you to follow. You may choose to change those over time, but it means that on day one, you'll be getting value out of Twitter. So, and that's important. We want people to get value out of it on day one. And, of course, it means they'll, you, they'll follow someone immediately, yeah. very, very quickly, and, yeah. and hopefully vice versa. Okay, good point. W- what else is, is Twitter coming up? Th- there's a story I heard yesterday. Uh, the, the, the dreaded 140 characters, and I say dreaded, but also one of the great editing tools because it teaches you economy of words. I, I'd heard there are plans to extend that beyond 140 characters. Lo and behold, tell me. <laughs> you can't believe everything you read in the newspapers. That, that's the but it's on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I think there have been a few speculative pieces on that. Um, 
there is speculation about Twitter every single day. So uh, I would wait until you hear it from us first. What we have done, though, over the last while is um, try to make the, 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 for, the format more engaging. So it started off as 140 characters maximum, as you said, and that, that originated back in, in the, the limit of SMS text messaging. Mm. That, that was where it came from. Um, it started just as text. No photos, anything. You used to have to click a link off to uh, another third-party photo site. Um, photos are now integrated into it, and they're so-called media-forward, which means that uh, you don't have to click on them. You see them straight away in your feed. Videos are now in there as well. Vines, these six-second looping videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're trying to make it a richer experience. Uh, we want people to be able to express themselves. However, we understand, to your point earlier, that um, the, 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 the conciseness that it forces it's powerful i i think so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i'm rather in support of it because i think right. if we get to the five the five line or ten line story then you could be duplicating what facebook does and, and others yeah. I really want to put the next yeah facebook. we we want to be different and distinctive yeah. and uh we'll 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 make sure that we're uh, talking to our users before we make any H- having said that i mean the, the one help recently well when you say recently in south africa in terms of more usage now is the fact that you can you can check people if you if you're tweeting a picture Yes. Which then saves you the 140 characters. Yes, exactly. Uh, and that's, they're the kind of things that we're looking at as well. We, we, you know, it, it probably doesn't make sense to have to uh, use a, a lot of your 140 characters for a link to a, a newspaper article that you want to share, for example. They're the kind of things that I think are sort of common sense things that we could do to, to, to um, free up a little bit of space. All right. Is, is there anything else that you'd like to share? The main thing I'd like to share is that if you've never tried Twitter before or you tried it in the past and you didn't quite get it, try it again because Twitter is all about interests and everybody has interests. So Twitter should be for everybody. If you're interested in the Rugby World Cup, there is no better way to, while watching a match, hear the views of ex-players while the match is going on than on Twitter. So I would say when uh, South Africa are playing Scotland and hopefully beating them at the weekend, uh, you can sign up for a Twitter account and check out some uh, former rugby players especially because uh, they tend to be more controversial and opinionated. And you get a commentary alongside the commentary of your daddy or mom beside you on the couch. Right. And just the very last thing, when you, when you, when you are tweeting, and I'm not even talking about brands, not just individuals, right, what works to, to generate uh, greater numbers of retweets or replies and what doesn't work? As, as, as a standard, I understand we can't be specific, but as a standard. Yeah, I think there's a there's a, a kind of a formula, I suppose, which is um, uh, you could you could ask a question, suggest a solution, and then a call to action. And the call to action could be a share, a retweet, a click on a link, or whatever it is. I think if you include engaging, entertaining, funny. Uh, images or, or copy just like in any type of advertising you will tend to get more engagements as well so that's what it that's what it comes down to but keeping things simple good use of hashtags don't overuse them no more than one hashtag in a tweet and if you no, want somebody no to more click than on that hmm? no more than one hashtag well i think it could be distracting it could be distracting and and then it, you'll sort of divide the the clicks that you get from the user uh, also something very simple like if you want to if you want to encourage somebody to click onto your website only include one link don't include a link and a hashtag because then people will be clicking on both you just want them to click on your website so it's actually common sense but but you have to step back and think about what the what the uh, think about what you mean by tweeting well well the one thing i can say for for twitter i think many will agree you've you've brought back the hashtag from uh, it's an ex- extinct dinosaur age and you brought it to life in a way that we never thought about it before. So for that, we need to thank you. I'm probably going to tweet about that, by the Great. way. Please Steve, do. Thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. Thank you. 
media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. One kidnapping. Two murders. Three brothers. Four affairs. Five gunmen. And that's just so far. The stakes have never been higher. Catch season two of High Rollers, Monday to Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Find it on SABC3. We know in the build-up to this Rugby World Cup, there are lots of injuries on our side. One young injured his wrist, hitting the TV just to get it going. Mantua twisted an ankle, dancing when we scored the try against New Zealand. Manoj hit his head in the doorway, jumping for joy. And Lisa, well, she lost a voice, screaming for our team. We would like you to know that your sacrifices were not in vain. And the SABC will bring you the 2015 Rugby World Cup on SABC radio stations and on SABC TV. So you can truly be a part of it all. The 2015 Rugby World Cup is here. Habash! Let's do this! Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. Alright, so I hope you enjoyed all of that. Give me your feedback. Love to hear about it. 34701. If you're SMSing and if you're tweeting, use the hashtag media show. Tweet to me uh, at Ashraf Garda. Otherwise, even SAFM radio. Lots more to come. We'll look at the do's and don'ts of social media in the light of what's happened with Diane Kowalabana. We all need advice all the time, don't we? And that's from uh, Janine Jalis coming up later on. Also, Tonya Kuri with her week in media by numbers coming up as well. But for now, well, what about the podcast revolution? How much do you know about this podcast revolution? So with me, Matthew Bucklin, the CEO of uh, The Creative Spark. Matthew, good chatting to you. It's been just far too long. I can tell you hi. Hi there. Yes, it has been too long. We should do this more often. <laughs> well, there you are. Well, maybe there's a revolution in place, right? But let's talk about... Okay, firstly, I'm going to almost start like an idiot's guide here. When we talk about podcasting, what is a podcast? And then we'll talk about this revolution that you chat about. Essentially, a podcast is an audio file uh, which you can uh, download to your computer or your mobile device, um, uh, which is either your phone or your, your, your tablet. Um, and you can download and subscribe to it. Uh, quite similar to radio, except that it's not broadcast. Uh, you actively go and seek it out and subscribe to it. Okay. Now, you then have spoken about, uh, in fact, you probably being the early adopter to podcasting all those years ago with the Mail and Guardian, right? So, so where are we at with regard to podcasting? Why does it matter to a listener? Why should it matter to me as well? Well, I think you're right. I mean, I, I was an early adopter um, when it came to the whole uh, podcast medium. I, I tried to launch a commercial podcast uh, with a former SAFM presenter, actually, Tony Lancaster. Yes, of course. Right. Um, mm. 